Welcome to Rhema for Today. It said, Abraham staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully, F-U-L-L-Y, fully, say that, fully, persuaded that what he had promised, that is God, he was able to perform. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, How to Be an Overcomer by Kenneth Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth Hagan's message. You mean tell me you're going to bring these people out here and just let them die and, and, and just do away with them? So that the Egyptians and everybody else can say, yeah, he is strong enough to get them out. He is strong enough to get them to the border, but he wasn't big enough to get them into the land. That's the essence of what he said. So Moses, in humility, backed down and told the Lord, said, hey, man, you already got a group. You don't need to start a new one. Some of you need to get a hold of that. We have too many people running out and starting new groups rather than, than backing off and praying for the one they're, that they're with. See, when a group wants to start a new group and they go to one guy and say, hey, we'll take you over here and we're going to start something new. This, this other guy needs to say, hey, wait a minute, hold your horses. Ain't no way this will ever work. It ain't God's plan. Yeah, we can't go over there and be greater than they. Oh, yeah, God said we can. So they got on down there. And finally, Moses began to intercede for the people and ask. He said, pardon, I beseech thee the iniquity of the people. He began to be the intercessor between the people and, and God. He said, pardon their iniquities. He's praying for them. So finally the Lord said, all right. All right. Verse 22, he said, okay, because all these men which have seen my glory, my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me these 10 times and have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers and neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has another spirit, he had the spirit of faith. We can do it because God said we can. See? And the Lord, then in verse 26, spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation? If you're in unbelief, you're evil. God said so. I didn't. The Bible said it. Read it. Verse 27, the 14th chapter of Numbers. Which murmur against me. I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Say unto them, As surely... As ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do unto you. And see, if you'll read it back over there, they said, oh, it'd be better for us to die in the wilderness. You see? I want you to notice, they said it'd be better for us to die in the wilderness. I want you to notice that I brought to your attention 
all of the things in God, God reminded Moses of. He said, man, look at all, look what I've done. When are they going to start believing? Look at what all, look at the signs. When are they going to start believing that I can do what I say I can do? Is what he's saying. That's what, and Joshua believed that. He said, he said, they're bred for us. Their defense is departed from them. What do you fear them for? God is with us. You know, that sounds a little bit like old Abraham. Over here in Romans chapter four, verse number 20 and 21. It said, Abraham staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully, F-U-L-L-Y, fully, say that, fully, fully, persuaded that what he had promised, that is God, he was able to perform. That's what Joshua said. Joshua said to the children of Israel, he said, the Lord is with us. He said that he would give us the land. So he's, I am fully persuaded. That's what Caleb was saying. I am fully persuaded that he is well able and capable of doing what he said he would do. But the rest of them said, yeah, but. They're bigger than us. They're better than us. They got more of everything than we do. You see, instead of believing what God said, they began to believe what they could see. If you'll notice, they were going contrary to what Paul wrote then many, many years later when he said that if you got faith, you walk by faith and not by sight. See, they're walking by sight, what they could see. See, Joshua and Caleb were walking by what? Not what they saw. They saw the same thing the 10 guys did. They were there. They saw the same thing. But you see, they didn't walk with natural eyes. They walked by faith and when God said, I will do it, they were fully persuaded that he would do it. God said, all right, they're fully persuaded. They're going to get it. Just like Abraham got it. They're going to get it. And this bunch over here, this bunch of unbelieving evil people, don't believe I can do it. So I ain't going to do it. They're going to die. They're going to get exactly what they said. They don't believe I'm gonna, I can do it. I just stand back and watch. Watch them die. Take my hand off of them. That's what he was saying. I'm just going to take my hand off of them. See, when you get over into unbelief, you take God's protective hand away from you. There is no defense there. The defense system has been abolished and the devil has a straight shot at you. There's no more shields of faith to hold up. There's no more supernatural power of God to do anything. You are stripped bare of your defenses and you are vulnerable to every attack that the enemy brings along. And he said, your carcasses are going to fall in the wilderness and all of you that are 20 years of age and older that have murmured again, you murmured against me, you're going to get it. I'm going to back off and leave you alone. Doubtless. Verse 30 in Numbers 14. Doubtless. You could put faithless. Faithless. You shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein. Save Caleb the son of Jephna and Joshua the son of Nun. 
faithless, doubtless, you are never going to come into the things that God swear unto you in the New Testament that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ should possess. But unless you get some faith, you'll never take advantage of it because doubtless you'll never take charge in the land. Your carcass is going to fall just like these did. Now I want you to notice something. He did not disown them. I believe that that bunch that didn't go in, they still, because they repented. If you look at it down here, you got to read the whole content. I believe they're going to be counted over there one of these days with all the rest of them. But you see, they just didn't get the best that God had for them. They fell short of getting the best. Hey, you got to give them credit, man. Read their journey. Brother, they come through a lot. So, you know, you can't throw all the stones at them. They just didn't finish the race. There's a lot of people that we know about today here. They, they're in God's pavilion. If something happens to them, they're going to make heaven. They're just not getting the best that God has for them. Somebody said, well, what are we going to do with these people that can't ever seem to get a hold of what God has for them and so forth? I, I quote a scripture. The word of God says, the poor you'll have with you always. Those kind you'll have with you always. You help them the best you can, do the best you can to comfort them when their day's down here. And when they get to heaven, they'll be able to enjoy days without sorrow. But see, you can enjoy the days down here because you learn how to believe God. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. I want you to notice God says, but those little ones that you said that was going to die by the sword whenever they come in and took over, those you said that would be prey for the enemy, those are the ones that are going to inherit. But as far as you and your carcass, 32, they shall fall in the wilderness. Your children's going to wander around with you until you all fall in the wilderness. And then after that, they're going to go in and possess the land that I said was yours. Now, I'm going to tell you what. A lot of people are like the old song says, see. They stand and look at the promised land, but they never get inside of it. See, the promised land is a type of our walk with God down here, our salvation walk with God down here. And you see, you have to go in and kill the giants, crucify the flesh, tear down the walls. Huh? Take what belongs to you. The enemy will come in and set up camp and you'll have to go in and get him out because all of a sudden you're losing the battle and you'll have to stop like they did at AI and find out where the sin is. When you get that out, things will turn back around. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first in this month's offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan entitled Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. Also in this month's offer, the classic book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled How to Turn Your Faith Loose and the single CD by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Christ the Deliverer. 
all for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, Christmas lights are on. Yep. Yes, and it's a beautiful sight. Yeah, they came on on the the Wednesday night before before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yes. And they will stay on till nightly through January the 1st. uh, They come on when it gets just gets dusk or dark, starting to get dark, and they stay on to 11:30 p.m. And you can get all the info you want about the Rama Lights and just go to RamaLights at dot org. RamaLights.org. You know, uh, honey, we have almost three million lights this year. Yeah. So it, it is gorgeous. And the park, oh my goodness, the park is just uh, gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous, yes. Yes. And uh, you know, uh, of course our grandson Skyler's in charge of all of that. Yes, he's and, done an awesome job. He has worked really <laughs> hard. He said he wanted to make it this year better than it was last year. And and he is he is really worth and it is. It is it is a beautiful sight. And hey, if you're in driving distance, it's worth the drive to come and see. And and it's 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 free of charge. Now there is places if you'd like to give a donation because the lights are so beautiful, we'll we'll, we'll accept that. Yes. But it is it is free. You don't have to pay to come. You can drive around the campus and because every it's the whole campus is decorated. Yes, it but is. the main part is to walk through that through the park. That's it right. is just it's fantastic. Tomorrow more from Reverend Hagen on this powerful teaching. That's tomorrow on Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. <laughs>